0: So I call my grandmother every weekend. Yep. Catch up on things, all that good stuff. But like, as of recent, she's been shading the fuck out of me, but like in the most subtle way. Mm. Like it almost comes across as a compliment, but it's not. She says shit like, you know, I thought you were gonna be famous, Erin. You see? You see? She says stuff like, I thought you were going to be a star. I mean, damn, we working on it. And so every time she says it, I'm like, Nana, I still have time. Like, I'm still young. <laughs> she's like, are you? I mean, you're young. You're right. I just thought you were going to be, like, famous. And I'm every time she says it just like damn, that, like, she's disappointed in you. Yeah. Isn't it like it's low-key shade? But like in a complimentary way like I like I thought so much of you. I, I thought, thought so, so highly so much, of you. No, it's just shade. It's like I thought so highly of you and there you are not living it. It's rude. It's like damn. It's rude, but I don't know how to feel about it. Every time I'm just like, I still have time, but we'll see. okay now we're gonna do songs okay it is current not so current 2010 2015 hip-hop r&b yeah i had to google some shit (laughs) (laughs) um okay this is um you ever realize like how far ghost songs came out yes yeah like i'm not that I'm gonna do this song, but like that Megan Trainor song, all about that bass. I hated that song. Loved it. Came out in 2014. Did it. And I feel like it just came out last year. But that's no, just- I felt like it came out forever ago because niggas would not let that shit go. Mm, like the week it. it came out, I was like, how long has this been on the air? Like six months. It's fucking annoying. I really like it. I, I hate really that like song. I hate that song. Okay. She be liking niggas though, making playlists. Okay, making playlists. It was Ariana Grande. That she made a playlist for. It was good stuff. She could just Google the Apple Music playlist about Ariana Grande. All right. Do you want to go first or should I? Okay. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, give me genre hip hop R&B Fits into the The theme Do you want more What did you do What do you mean What did I do Like chorus verse. It was chorus Okay You can do it again I guess Or some other part I don't know No He's a cyclops He has dreadlocks That's all I'll give you now He's a cyclops That has dreadlocks Mm-hmm there's only like a couple people that had dreadlocks. It's only one who's a cyclops. It's not T Pain. No, he's not a cyclops. It's not Lil Jon. He's also not a cyclops. Do you want me to just tell you who was a cyclops that had dreads? Fetty Wap. The song is Jug. Uh, when did that come out? Like 2014, 2015. That did. That is his song, but that's not a song that I would know. No. Oh, really? Like when you said it i was like oh yes but like i never like knew knew you that you never song. knew that song i really like that song do you I, I really like i really like fetty wap though i like his songs let me not say like i throw a playlist on for him okay we're going to keep doing this thing okay actually i think i have done that once once it's not a bad idea no F- searching fetty wap and seeing that there's a play- playlist and playing it that's one thing putting one together for my own amusement and then to go back to, I just feel like it—it it takes the ease out of everything. Like you don't have to search for the song, you don't have to go through a playlist to pick out the songs you actually like. You make your own playlist. Mm-hmm. You're showing um, your age. I'm old. That's as shit, why your grandmother's like, okay, <laughs> <Ay-yang>. wow, okay. <laughs> We're just gonna. All right. I should I do like a difficult one? Like an actual challenging one? Why would you do that? You know I won't get it. I kind of feel like you will. All right. I mean, if you have it, well. There's no way in hell. They have I'm the One by DJ Khaled that came out in 2011. That came out like two years ago. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It did not come out two years ago. You have a terrible sense of time. It's 2018. This song did not come out 20 2011. It didn't come out 2016. It definitely came out 2016. Let's see. DJ Khaled. Came out 2011, my nigga. Like, what is no? it No. Is this not the release date? That's not. No, okay. no, no. Like, look up. I'm going to look up the video because this is bullshit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, it was released in 2017. Thank you. 2011, you're fucking bugging. Do you know how old that was? I don't even know how old that was in 2011. And, and I what the remember fuck was that. The same song. release 2011. Was it just like Google has the facts wrong? Maybe it just like became hot in 2017. No. No. What? New. No. Okay. That's not the case. All right. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> No, this is not a good one. I'm changing it. Please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking crying. Yo, you're so rude. She started, I was like, wow.
1: Hard one it is.
0: Bitch said, please. Okay, um... Come on, I don't like some of these songs. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> like that was an easy choice. <laughs> do you want to know what that was? Though? Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> I go hard in the motherfucking paint. No. no, no. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Hmm 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 hmm. Mhm <laughs> Mhm Oh. Oh god, I know the song. I know the song. Is it southern rap? Mm-mm. No? Mhm <laughs> What is it It's fancy by Drake I would never would have gotten that. Really? Never. <laughs> <laughs> never. Absolutely never. Why? Honestly, I can't remember the last time I was like, mm, Drake, search. It was last week, but I didn't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> it was last week. I didn't listen to that. Okay. <laughs> I listened to like Scorpion. That song has like a love-hate relationship with me. Like, as much as I say I don't really like it, I find myself listening to it a lot.
1: No, nope. It's only
0: like those songs that I want to listen to. <sighs> He annoys me. Okay. There's a deep annoyance there for Drake. Why? He's so like. Mh. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> like that nigga is so ain't shit, but pretends like he is shit. That's what annoys me about him. You're so not like a good guy. Nigga. Yes. <laughs> but at least like few should be sitting in his filth. Drake be trying to act like yeah, it's see, roses. But but he's trying to like Future isn't an ain't shit nigga. Future is a shit nigga. He ain't shit, Future. No, like he's actually shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like an ain't shit nigga act like you know he don't be doing wrong, but shit niggas they know they they filthy. Is he filthy? Because mm-hmm. all we t- say to people is live in your truth. That nigga doesn't seem like he's been anything but truthful yeah, it seems like he for, always like, the last eight years. <laughs> for some time. He lives on truth lane. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's good. He lives in truth court. Right. It's a fucking cold Right? The you rest of these the bitches is like, <laughs> right. The rest of these bitches go in there like, I'm going to change him. that nigga's like, hmm. <laughs> okay you could try you could try exactly. Definitely was, could come and could try definitely try I'll let you do that what he like his little Instagram post what was it he's like I gave up true love to live this lifestyle that you only live once I was like live in your truth well, he said one well, monkey don't stop the circus <sighs> uh-huh. I love it. I love Future. It's yeah. funny. It's funny because he's honest. And I know y'all bitches who go in there talking you know about, what? I deserve better. He, played, he ain't never said he you plays did like He plays both roles. Like, a bitch who don't need you. yeah. And a nigga who don't give a fuck. It's like a nigga who does you. It's like, when a nigga does you dirty, you want to be like, fuck that nigga. My life goes on. You know, he ain't going to fuck up my life. But he plays both roles. He's like, okay, I'm going to do you dirty. And you still not going to fuck up my life. I live. I love him. I do. It's cute. I do, cause I know he was down here like trying to give like Sierra, rest of these bitches hope. He gave Sierra the most hope, though. Sierra dug and found that hope by her motherfucking self. She searched out that hope. She, she, she dead, harvested like, Look what I found. <laughs> exactly. She planted it. That nigga did not show up to water it. Not one day. Mm. She did that to herself. She got herself pregnant. Mm. Future ain't have shit to do with that. She gave herself them dreadlocks. Mm. He did not have anything to do with that. Damn. That was all her fault. It's because she made her body a party. Mm. You know? Oh, well. She's found happiness. Remember so. hey. <laughs> <laughs> the video? She was like, I see you. I saw you was looking at me. He's like, Well, you ain't hard to miss. Was insultuous because he's basically saying, You aren't hard to overlook, <laughs> you aren't hard to miss. And she was like, Mmm, <laughs> oh, bitch, I'm fucking Britney, and the rest of them. We're gonna go into pop culture. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're already there, but were we there? I mean, we talked about what's his name, Fuch, Fuch. All righty, mm-hmm. as this slowly loads, so people have seen this picture. I haven't. Of Travis Scott cozying up with a mystery chick. Yes. I haven't seen the picture. Did it look suspicious? Yes. He was bent over her like on a balcony. Hmm. However. Oh, here it is. Oh. Hmm. He is, right? Yeah. That's that's actually a suspicious picture. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that's a recent picture, though. I don't know either. Is that timestamped or anything? No, just like the post is from December 3rd. Anywho, he said trolls always want to create some fake shit to destroy real love, going overboard to make shit look like it's not evil. It's not as evil. I hate acknowledging shit, but quit try to take joy from shits that's good. I pray God blocks out all evil. Back to celebrating. I only got love for my wife. No time to be wasting. Try it again. Then Kylie posted some picture with him. It's not his best angle. With a ring emoji. I mean, fair enough. Usually when he has a hat on, that's his best angle. Mm. Um. I mean, did we assume he wasn't sleeping with other people? I don't know. I feel like. know if i believe that he that he's cheating on her or whatever the case may be my thing is like i feel like once people get with kardashians people feel like they're gonna be super loyal and i don't understand why that's the case i literally thought he was always sleeping with other people not in like a rude way but in a oh sorry i was facetiming my mother by accident mm, but go ahead did you just like hang up on her yeah i definitely did i facetimed <laughs> her by accident it's not like she answered or anything go ahead. although she answered to no you it just like started it. no go ahead um I didn't assume he was faithful, but I also didn't assume that it mattered. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, she's on tour with him now, so. Yeah, also with her side, piece, Jordan. Like, I don't understand. Like, they you are swear fine. they're like a thing. Not like, I don't think they're in a relationship, but I definitely think that there's a certain level of like interdependency that is there. <laughs> that is oh, like. unhealthy. Yes, I think yes. it's an unhealthy, like interdependent relationship. I don't think yeah. that they're like, doing anything but yes I think that Kylie relies on her in a way where I'm like mm, get therapy that's fair but now people are saying like they're married and I'm like I totally could see her dumbass doing some stupid shit like this too. I just think it's a hood marriage like niggas up calling they girlfriend they their girlfriend their wife that's also fully factual I thought that's what he meant because he's definitely said like oh my wife was there my beautiful wife and I'm always like but it could be, like, so here's the thing. I, I thought the same thing when Offset would call Cardi his wife. But and, like, the whole world thought that, too. They were like, oh, he's doing, like, that hood marriage shit. No, I definitely could see them doing, me like, oh, we went to the courthouse. Him, him saying exactly like that because that's how I assume <laughs> <time>? he sounds. <laughs> I assume that's how he sounds. And saying that they got married at somebody's courthouse, and I I can see that also being a lifestyle that they decided to lead. I mean, I guess until they break up two years from now. I mean, if she did it, she's just stupid. Because honestly, if you're that rich, what you need to get married for? Mm, I mean, I'll pass. You rich enough to just make God yourself. Your marriage I is I don't blessed. know about him. I don't, I don't. No. Um. So people want us to believe that Safari and Erica Mena are a couple. We don't. I don't believe this. Are we I don't supposed this to believe is... that? I think that's what they're trying. Okay. So and Safari who wants to settle down and start a family with a smart, hmm, supportive, hmm, woman, hmm, who's not cut up or impressed by the industry, or have a booking email in her profile. <coughs> Let me, um, I just want to interject briefly to say that, like, I have, like, a real issue with men who have, like, this strong list of, like, like, no goes for the women they want to be with. When, like, you, what the fuck are you offering? They always do that, though. Like, Like, they love that. I was listening to Meek Mill's most recently released album, Championships. Mm-hmm. And there's a song called Almost Slipped. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the chorus, something akin to Imos, I almost fell in love with a thotty. Uh, my dog said you got too many bodies. How many bodies do you have, Meek Millie? Hmm? That's my issue. Like, I hate when niggas do that whole, like, she got too many bodies, she a whole... But you, you down to fuck any bitch, though. Literally any bitch. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is the difference? Like, stop saying you don't want to be with... What did he say? You got to have... You, you got to be, be smart, smart. Educated. Educated. Supportive, supportive. Supportive. Not interested in the industry life where right. I'm like... Mm-hmm. You're dumb. Because if a real bitch came to you with all that, you'd be like, yeah, but you are nobody. Right. So you got to fucking pick. Like... You want her to be smart, nigga, for what? They talk to your dumbass. They just want to say things. They just want to say things. It's just like when, what's his name who has that failing recording studio that used to have Ashanti on it? Yaro? No. What? He owned the studio. He was the person. What was his name? Oh, yes, I know who you're talking about. And he was like. I'm looking for a wife. What's his name? Irv Gotti? Thank you. Okay. She was like, she gotta be beautiful. She gotta be fit. And that's why I was like, I'm gonna stop you right there, my good man. But he was with Rachel Roy. No, that was Dame Dash. Oh, I easily get them niggas confused. <laughs> Apparently motherfucking they so. small. Yeah, are they not s- Are they not easily confusable? No, Dame Dash, I think is more attractive than Irv Gotti. Mm, they're both small they both are small go ahead but when as soon as he's like she gotta be beautiful and fit i was like and then he's like i'm looking for the real thing i was like you're looking for the real thing and those are the two things that you start with that's okay this, this is my thing like you want her to be smart educated loyal, they want supportive. this like, like, you want a package mother. and i'm just like what are you what I'm do like you food. have what are you bringing to the motherfucking table and they have the money. Nothing. And then they'll be like, but she can't be interested in my money. Nigga, that's all you have. That's, you, that's literally all you have to offer. And does he have that? Well, I'm saying. Who most are niggas. you signing? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? She can't be in, like interested in being with industry niggas or whatever. What? the fuck do you mean safari who signed to fubu records i honestly don't remember what and it's how called how are you gonna find this person if you don't even go where industry bitches don't like you know what i'm saying like you you're surrounding yourself with the kind of women that want to be with you and you're saying you want the exact opposite please 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 um love is co- do you still watch that Mm-mm. is this salon mm-hmm. co-creator salim or like Akil. it's on a it's on a hiatus but it's coming back yeah has been accused of domestic violence. So has um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Um. So by somebody named Amber Dixon Brenner, mm-hmm. who was married, she says he committed multiple acts of physical and sexual violence, including making her perform oral sex on her on him at a party, after uh, allegedly urinating in her mouth. Yeah, slapping and strangling her during sex and taking sexual pictures without her consen- now, without her consent. I read now, this entire story mm, today. Um Decade long affair. Yeah. So like my, I don't want to be this bitch because like I hate should being not this, be bitch, this bitch. But like the details of like everything he did, I was like, oh, this at a party. Damn. Okay, y'all got a lot of time. Oh, this like. And then I was like, so you just got slapped around and shit, and then you let this shit go on for 10 years? For 10 years. I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit. I'll be that motherfucking person. I'm just confused. I'm out in these streets like, y'all here, what? What are you talking about? On top of the fact that you're married. So what? What this was going on while you was married, and he was married, and he was pissing in your mouth, and then 10 years later, you decided that you he hurt your feelings? I am very confused by everything that was going on in that that story. Cause like I honestly just want to know. And I hate when niggas are just like, all of this is not factual. I'm like, see, that's, that's a bit off to me. I feel like there might be some truth to what she's saying. Honestly, if if it was a ten, if it was a decade long thing, I got real questions. I have real questions. And what are and, they? Is this real? I oh. have, honestly, because I'm sitting in these streets like, you wasn't married to him, you had no reason to stay with this man, you, none of it, 10 years, 10 years that you had this go on? Why? Yeah, I, um, cause whenever people come out, they're like, like, uh, this person raped me or assault me and it was a one time thing and then I nobody listened. Like, I get it. And I'm not even trying to say like mm, anti me too. But come on now. Now you're getting crazy. Now you're you're getting wild. What I is mean, this? Ten, for a 10 year thing, I'm like, at some point you had to be it had to have been consensual and then it wasn't anymore. Or or the reverse. Was this the last one? Was this like like nine years and three hundred and sixty four days into your relationship that right. this situation happened? Or are you saying or, that he was abusing you over a 10-year period? Because or, I honestly don't understand. Or maybe they were just fucking and he was like, I got to end this affair. And she was like, I got something for that ass. That's what I'm trying to say. That is what I'm trying to say. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. So you just think she bitter? her? I'm saying that I don't know. And I'm honestly not going to just believe her because she said it and because she's a woman. And that's where we are right now okay. in the current state of affairs. I'm not going to do that. Because I genuinely, like, there has to come a point where you have to be like, okay, but, like, where's your sense? Like, I'm not even trying to sound crazy, but mm-hmm. at what point do you take some responsibility for your dumbass actions? Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, niggas out here pissing the bitch's mouth all the time and they sit there and take it. So I'm trying to understand where what, what's going what's, on. What's, what's I think it's on. just a 10-year thing that's throwing me off. Of course the timeline of it affects the way that you look mm-hmm. at it. Yeah, because she's not saying, like, when it occurred in this ten-year span, so I'm just like, I need more details. I'm not saying I need more details. Like nothing, nothing about my opinion matters. I'm saying like,
1: the I don't judge know. is going
0: to need more details. Yeah. Let's be a hundred percent. I'm sure the judge here. will get more details, and I'm sure the judge will tell you, well, ten years and you let it happen. So what do you want from me now? And they wouldn't be wrong. She also said that he stole the plot to hurt her screenplay and oh, okay. made it to show love. It. Well, maybe you should have never told him about it. But love is is based on their love story. Yeah, so so I just Mm-hmm. wow, well, Questions. Yeah, okay. Um let's see, where do we wanna go with this? I'm looking like I have like really good stories here and I genuinely don't. So do you know Sam Whiteout? Oh, I've heard of him. Okay, so funny. So Is it really so funny? Well, it's funny because I Courtney's friend actually dated him. How? I think he went to Johns Hopkins or he went, she met him at some party or whatever the situation was. And they dated for a while, but he was more interested than she was. Like she wasn't into it or whatever the situation was. So she broke up with him. Okay. So just for some clarity, he's the white mender member member of Kappa Alpha Yes. Phi. Okay. I know him. So you do know him. Yes. Um, Apparently, like, he could shimmy well. Yes. That's what he's known for. That's what he's known for. He wrote an article for Harvard Kennedy School Journal of African-American public policy. That's a lot of name. About wokeness. Oof. Black Panther. Yikes. Drake. Mm -hmm. What it means to do good in the world. Um I'm confused (laughs) as to what isn't it it's just so interesting. (laughs) You just stopped in the middle of your sentence. It's just I'm (sighs) it's so interesting. Like this nigga does one thing somewhat well. And he's able to parlay into like a fucking deal with Harvard and do on. And it's like, nigga, y'all couldn't even get the president of like one of the cap precedents. So, you know what I'm trying to say? You got this white boy who could what? Shimmy well? And let ain't no black you. nigga ever went into some white institution and made it that motherfucking easy and was like, cool. Let me just write this article on about whiteness. The fuck? Who gave you license? But and do you know what black people love? What? Tokens? They love to invite white people to the barbecue. They love inviting people to the That's barbecue. True. They love inviting people to the cookout. I literally don't understand it. I white literally people do don't. one thing and y'all like, oh, they come to the cookout. Ooh, relax. Ooh, ooh. No, they, they are not. They could get a leftover plate. One of us. They could get a plate I of leftovers. I still don't want them around. I still don't. I feel that. I'm Your always feet feel like, like corn chips. Good God. Mine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my shoes. Remember when my feet smell like corn chips and used to be like still feed smaller like Yeah, I know. So just saying I've never smelled your smaller like corn chips. Oh, before. it's because I wore those sneakers without socks like thrice. And after that, the she, they were done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, can't I can't just cause I would like go to the store and right when I come back and I'd be like, fuck, these <laughs> shoes stink now. The like this is like the wild tangent. But when we went to Toronto, I took them off and like I sat on the couch and like we just sitting there for them all. And old boy was like. Yo, it smells like feet. I'm like, mm-hmm. And he was like, is that my feet? I'm like, no, they're my feet. And he, like, takes my whole foot and, like, puts it by his nose. He's like, no, your feet smell fine. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really think it's me. But, yeah, it's good. No, it's corn chips. It's fine. Um... Actually, I have nothing to give to this Sam Whitehouse store. Like, literally, what did you want from this man? You thought he was about to be like, nah, my nigga, like, let me not. Let me stay my white Let me, <laughs> let me, stay me my white profit lane. on this. Right. Nah. Them niggas love swerving. It's whatever. Um, Matt Barnes wants his 20K child support lowered, which just seems so obvious to me as he now has custody of his sons. So he has them 71% of the time. She has them 29% of the time. And he wants to only pay roughly like three k a month, okay, um, which i like why is this even a thing? like if you are the custodial parent, which he is, why are you out here paying twenty thousand dollars? I think it was just like what was established and like what he never like i think because ju- I think 'cause he just got like full custody, of yeah, he them. did just get it though um so, good for him if it works i mean yeah if it, if it works out it's just very weird and now people are like it don't matter what she do with the child support money yes it actually does matter what she does with the child support money right i did see this because she was saying i don't i don't remember is this the one where they were talking about like no that was she- tyrese that was Tyrese. She, that she was living her best she life. She was living her best life. life. And then the judge was like, oh, bitch, what? Okay, okay. but And okay, then she, so like, lowered it. Because you don't need childcare if you don't work. Okay. That's literally what you're supposed to do. That's literally Fair what you're enough. supposed to do. Fair enough. Um, Kanye le- pissed off the lead actor in sh- the Broadway show Cher. Who Who be watching this shit? um apparently his phone was going off during oh wait hold on let's see what he was actually doing something was going on with his phone he had like a bright ass light on his phone or whatever and the lead actor called out kanye saying hey kanye was so cool that you're here at the sheer show if you look up from your cell phone you'll see we're doing a show up here it's opening night kind of a big deal for us thanks so much You said the dynamics of Sharon Sunny's relationship make him and I grab each other's hand and sing, I got you, babe. Please pardon my lack of etiquette. We have so much appreciation for the energy you guys put into making this masterpiece. That nigga is so out of it. He's so out of it. He looks so confused. How? Like, like this? Like, what's, what's going on here? Your mans looks extra medicated. Don't Don't call him my mans. That's your mans. Call him my man. Don't don't do this. Don't do this. You're the one who rides for him. Wait, on this episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashian, he said, I think it's important for the culture that Kim showed up to the Virgil Abloh LV Men Show. (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say. You know, I think um, that nigga clocked out a long time ago. His shit's been done. God, it's like, there was a split second there. I was like, I'm done, Kanye. That, it was like in my spirit. Like, I felt it. It was a dark place. It was a dark place to be. I'm honestly so close to just being there, though. How much longer am I supposed to wait for this? How you much are the, longer, You are the one who decides how that. How much longer am I supposed to wait for him to pull you out You are of this? literally the one who decides that. Do you know... You and Jaquan have one thing in common. He's still a Kanye West fan. Jaquan? Everybody in the club getting tipsy? Is he a a fan too? He's a fan of Kanye. It's so hard, though. It's so hard. It's so hard living in this place. There's so few people, which I don't mind. But, like, I'm judging me. There's a part of me that's looking at me. Don't do this. Don't do this. College dropout will always be a masterpiece. I never, I'm never. i not taking away what he's done. I'm taking away what he's capable of doing. And that is having a sound mind. It's so hard. It's so hard for me here. Anyways. So I've seen this Kareem Hunt from the Kansas City Chiefs. Being some white girl outside of his hotel room at, like, 3 a.m. Never heard of his sis, or... He's a football player. He got kicked, he got let go, or whatever, and he was being some white girl in front of his hotel room. To be quite frank, I have so many questions. Like, what are you doing in front of somebody's hotel room at 3 a.m.? Actually, it's not a question. I know what you were doing out there. Two, what conversation were you having that he decided to whoop your ass in front of his hotel room? Mm-hmm. And three, just, like, why? Just why? 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 Kareem Hunt Okay, He's black okay, so. <laughs> Sorry My bad. So he got kicked off of This team um, Apparently he lied about something And then the NFL covered it up And like blah de Blah de blah mm-hmm. Um. Then he said that she called him a nigger mm. And I mean But you knew that when she you white? fucked her Yes Here's my thing. Actually, I not need this why, why do y'all continue to fuck these white girls? That's okay. That's because they're damaged. I don't know. Like, as I hate myself for loving Kanye. I mean, you gonna marry a white man, too, so. That's not a thing. Don't listen to her. I don't know what's wrong with her. She keeps saying this. We're leaving this alone. We're moving on to the next subject. Because that's not true. It is. Anyways... I didn't, say a, I didn't say an American white man. Is that supposed to make it better? You know you're like a European ass <sighs> oh white man. God. Beyonce has touched down in South Africa. Rumi looked well fed. Was, um, was Sir present? I didn't see him in the videos. I mean, I'm sure he, he was, was somewhere. Like he was around. He was there. Okay. I'm sure he was. But Rumi looks like she's been dining on the freshest of meats and just unicorn. She's she is. I thought I honestly thought he was holding blue. Like that's not even an exaggeration. Well, blue's walking and talking now. That bitch looked like she walking and talking too. That bitch looked hefty. She had on like Oshkosh bagash. Like she wasn't she wearing just soft soled shoes. This She's big. She had a romper on and most of her leg was exposed. Her whole. That's why I thought it was blue. Yeah. Like she didn't have on soft soled shoes. Tall. So what's fucking roomy. I know, but what, that's what I'm saying. Like, blue was a big was big too. We would look at her and be like, "How fucking old is this little girl?" When did Beyonce have these twins? Um uh, 'cause cause I was it more than a year ago. Yes, let me look it up. They're definitely over a year old.
1: Good thing I they got think. the money
0: for college because them bitches look like they going off next year. They are big, like solidly built children. Big teens, <laughs> Amazons. Um, why do they not have, like, their, na- their birth date on here? Oh, Beyonce carried, sir, let me see this video. Because I didn't actually, everybody was screaming Beyonce's name. I was like, oh, Jay-Z, get the bags. You know what, you're checking for him. No, not really. Oh, see, Julius is covering her whole body. That's oh yep, this little nigga is big too. He's Beyonce size. Is he, is he big? You can start it over. His whole leg, like his foot, was down to her knee, and she's carrying him on her hip. Like he's a he's solid. Yeah, I don't see him. Did you start it over? Yeah.
1: You'll Are see him. Coming?
0: He yeah. You'll see. Julius kind of lifts up the umbrella. Oh yeah. He's big. He's yeah. Yeah. Putting his whole his like whole weight on her. Beyonce's back with the dark hair. Blue's out here with the box braids. A goddess. God, I live for Blue. A goddess. Um, so they had the Global Citizen Festival in Johannesburg. The Carters, Usher Pharrell, and like more people will be there. Um, it's to celebrate Nelson Mandela's. I want to say birthday. His oh, hun, what would be, they turned a year. They were born on July third. Them yeah. look like some big one-year-olds. Um, To celebrate Nelson Mandela's 100th birthday, he died in 2013 at 95. Mm-hmm. So, um, Beyonce's people wrote a letter. I'm not going to read it. It was nice. I'm assuming that's what it was. I'm not going to read it. Is it in her handwriting? It's typed. So... We know what that means. Okay. Anyways, let's see what else happened this week. Tristan Thompson snapped on courtside fan heckling him during game. Told I didn't even folks, open that. Put some respect, put on, some my respect name. on my Get name. Get out of here. You do it first, <laughs> right, my nigga? Like, you put some respect. Put and we'll some do respect it. on your bitch's name. Yeah, you do it first. One of them. Mm. Um. Meek Mill. Sat down with titles Elliot Wilson. I have no idea who that is. You said it like you did though. I mean, it was in here and I felt like I should say it with conviction. Yeah. Um, he talked about the year he's had since he's been released from prison and speaking out for criminal justice reform. I have a serious question. Do people actually care about their favorites, like political stance? And what I mean is like, does it sway you one way or the other? You know what I mean? Oh, like I you know ever you seen? Mean. Yeah, like voting time. Like whenever you yeah. see like Yara Shahidi or like Tracy Ellis Ross or all yeah, these okay. people or Beyonce, like vote for this person. Like, does that really affect your opinion? Maybe there are actual people who are like that, but me, I'm like, nah. I know where I'm. I know where I'm at. Yeah, but I think so. You have you have to understand that like a lot of people don't think for themselves, right? So like, if you don't know like what a person stands for, like why you should vote for them or why you shouldn't vote for them, like. You're more inclined to vote for them if you, like, you respect the views of your fave and you think that they have good opinions. I literally, like, just, I guess because I have people in very decided lanes that the idea of taking political advice from somebody in entertainment who wasn't like Oprah seems crazy to me. I mean, I can understand the Tracy Ellis Ross. Can you? Like, yeah. can you really like? Would she sway your opinion on like? I can understand why people can be swayed by her. Is what I'm saying.
1: I guess it's just like, like she's been
0: in the game. Her mother's black. Her father's white. She seems like she's woke on the issues. Same for Yara Shahidi. Not that I'm gonna be swayed by her, but young people. I mean, I get maybe that's what it is, because it's just like I know Meek has done this like op ed letter on like prison reform and like all this stuff. And I'm not saying it's not important that it's important that he he's trying to be a voice for good or like change or like whatever. But the people like whatever or whatever. But the people who are really supposed to be like benefiting from this, are they actually out here like. Ooh, let me turn off Dreams and Nightmares and let me, like, look at Meek Mel's op-ed piece. Like, I'm not even trying to be shady. I'm genuinely just curious. Um, I think so. I feel like, um, his new album, like, talks about the fact that, like, you know, he's he's been put onto all these things. And, like, he's trying to teach other people about it, too. And, like, he talks about it. He talked about it in that interview with Tidal. But he also talked about it when he went on Funk Flex. And he was just, like, you know... He did like a freestyle about it. Mm. So I feel like there there are opportunities for them to understand where he's coming from. I mean, and I definitely think there's like platforms. Like, okay, you put in a song, cute. You know what I'm trying to say? But I think very rarely have I ever seen a person be able to cross over in that fact. Like, well, I feel like in order to understand that, like you got to be a street nigga too but you like you know what I'm saying like if he's talking if he's rapping about this shit and a street nigga hears it you know how street niggas love deep rap they love that shit they eat it up so i'm just saying like it depends on the kind of person you are like you and i are not going to listen to Meek Mill and be like mm, i'm changed you right. know what i'm saying yeah we'll be like damn this is really cool like what he's trying to do but he's not like affecting us but like to somebody who like maybe has never been exposed to that or like wasn't inclined to care about it they might be So okay, maybe so. I mean, it's just not for me. It's not like I don't think that prison reform is incredibly important. A hundred percent, I do think it's it's important. You're just wondering about like his delivery, whether it's effective. It's like right message, wrong person for me. Do you know what I mean? I think it's right message, right person. He's speaking from experience. I hear you, but I'm saying like, in order for prison reform to happen, maybe that's what it is for me. I know that ain't nothing happening on like the hill because Meek Mill said it. Oh, do you know what I, what I mean? Because I mean? like, there's all these people behind him, Jay Z's behind him, and Jay Z be getting shit done. A whole bunch of people were behind him when he was in jail. If Barack Obama out. can't get no prison reform done,
1: I got I'm not a real saying that things question. are going to
0: happen. I'm saying he can get the ball moving, or he can get more people behind it. Well, he, you know, get some words out there. Mm. That's all I got. For pop culture? Yeah, like, what was happening this week? Kevin Hart is hosting the Grammys. Anyways, oh, you know what it was? Priyanka and Nick got married. You said you don't believe them. Does anybody believe them? That's a real question. And I, I like, I was talking about it today, and my boss, I was like, you know, they're 10 years apart, and my boss was like, me and my husband are 10 years apart, and I was like, ain't nobody talking about you. They are 10 years <laughs> apart, and uh, uh-huh. they, when I see them in pictures, I'm just like, how long have they been together, real talk? Let me not, not that long. let me stop right there. I need to stop asking how long people have been together. <laughs> Honestly, I have no room. let me keep it. I like that. She, she caught herself. I I have to stop asking how long people have been together because I have no room to speak at all. <laughs> hmm. So anyways, apparently they met at a Vanity Fair party. Yes. After party. And when he saw her, he got down on one knee and said, where have you been all my life? Yes. That is strike number one to me. I don't buy it. She was like, "What do you mean? I don't buy it. You don't think that he actually did that? I don't think that that's the way that that like it's real. I just it's just adding fuel to my fire at this point. Oh, way. I watched their their like little was game. Did you? And she was like, he said that he got down on his knee, asked her where she'd been all his life, and he and she said he actually really did that. No, I know that he did that. I'm just wondering that their publicist just watched like 13 Going on 30 or what movie, what rom com did they just watch to make this up. Two, bitch, I know what happened between you and that nigga. You here, you fucking go. <laughs> here you go, yo. You know what you are to her. Who I am to somebody else. What? What? Carrie Washington. I knew you was going to say her. I Everybody knew it. Everybody love forgetting knew it. That she played that ghetto bitch in say the last day and y'all love it. She full of class cuz she played fucking Olivia Hope Don't whatever nigga, the fuck This nigga, you know exactly who this nigga is. Okay. She was out here getting frisky with Shah Rukh Khan, that Indian Bollywood nigga. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking about and got her ass kicked out of India. So she, she didn't get kicked out. She fled. That's uh, she fled. <laughs> she fled. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> so she had to come back with somebody on her motherfucking arm to make it look real. Really, really. Priyanka Chopra. That's that's the that's what we're what going you for. Want from a honesty, because I don't think this nigga is it. When they talk about like oh it was a fourteen day wedding, I was like it's gonna last longer than that marriage. I do not buy it. It was quite the long wedding. I kept seeing pictures, and I was like, well, when does it end? You know them Indian niggas be having them, like, weddings for days or whatever? I guess that's the only happiness they have in that whole marriage anyways. I mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it. It was a beautiful wedding. It was a lot. <laughs> it was beautiful. I loved all her dresses. There was this part, I will say, that I didn't believe the question in the newlywed game was um who has better taste than music? And he was like, Your mom. I was like, nigga, shut up. Like, um, y'all are annoying. Uh, y'all not this close. Uh, Bitch, once again, don't talk. Because I could hear Sadie say some shit like that. <laughs> She's she talking my husband, about my husband would never say like your mom but he does say like things like he misses my mom and i'm yeah. like uh, i feel like i could do this set by myself all i'm saying is i don't believe this union for one second fair this got kim k j lo marriage written all over it mm, that's it that's fair now we're gonna move into questions have you any no uh okay. Remember the question you asked last week? Yes. I actually did have an update to your question from last week. Okay. What's one of those cliches that I don't get? The one I said today, two fucking, two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> that shit is so fucking stupid. Like, I know what it means, but like... <laughs> It's stupid <laughs> as fuck. Yo, when you text me that, I was like, bitch, you could have said it real soon. <laughs> I don't know why I was texting you that. You texted it with an exclamation mark. So stupid. shakes of a layer. Fucking hate the way yeah. that shit sounds. <laughs> oh, Okay. What was I saying? Question from yeah, I had a follow up to yours when you were like people on the train who do annoying shit. Oh, I had one and I forgot it now. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) This question threw me off, bitch. Um, damn. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember what it was. It was a real thing that people do on the train. I was like, "Mm, you're annoying. Like you ain't gotta do all that. Damn. Do you want me to guess things that people do on the train and see if it's one of them? No. Okay. It's unnecessary. Let me just let me get back on the train for a week and I'll get back to you. But it is something I'm just like, "Mm, you ain't had to do that. Um, Okay, so now we're going to go into the questions that other people sent us because I don't have any. Oh, did you have questions this week? Uh No. So, like, somebody wants to know if y'all were the type to be in a sorority, what would it be? What sorority would we be in? Yeah one of the divine nine you wanted to be a delta i would be a delta i would actually be a delta she tried to get me to be a delta when we went to college but she didn't want to go she was right mm. she was like you want to come with me to an info session nope i mean we have the grades yeah we don't got the people. patience Ooh, also cheating. i'm not going to church all right. Or mm. do a community service Any tips on finals for a dwindling semester? I'll be done in two weeks. Honestly, this is a test. You you know, do some flashcards or some shit. I don't know. I'm not good at studying. I just have really good memory. That's my problem. I can. I'll study. I can do it if I really, really have to. Yeah, I remember helping you study. Remember that fucking art Art history? history? That was, I I think I was like one of two people who got an A in that class. And it was literally like memorizing like sixty pages. It was of fun shit. helping you study because I was really like, did What's enjoy this You're like, what paper? is this?" I was like, Aaron I actually do have to know this for actual class, and you're fucking <laughs> living right more. now." Which was <laughs> I really did like art history though. But um, honestly, just buckle the fuck down. It's two weeks. I get it. That shit is hard or whatever. It's annoying. But trust yes. me, you in the good part of life right now because when you got to go to work every motherfucking day and there's no end in sight. You How about <laughs> I, I do work in school? So right, like, <laughs> but you feel like you in your last two weeks of work, but that shit never ends. You never feel like you're, you know. Today, I like rolled over when my alarm clock went over, and like I had the realization that I'm like, I'm in a nonstop cycle of adulting. <laughs> like, and it it's never it ending. Hurt. It's no, it not- really hurt. I was like, I rolled over, and I was like, Yo, this is really my life. Like, I really get up every day at the same time, and I go to work at the same place. And I do the same shit and I come home and I do the same. And I get up and I do it again. You do it again. I literally, when I texted you today, like, we need this shit to come through. I was literally looking at fucking Excel. I was like, there's no way. There is no way. Yeah, hard. I am looking at Excel for the next, like, 30, 40 years of my motherfucking life. You are out of it. I will end this. I am not doing it. Okay. That is all I have to say. Buckle down. Study. Just fucking power Push through. through. yo. Like, think about what you have after those two weeks. It's like a month of nothingness. You could do whatever you want. Or you if you're finishing, it's just done. That's not as good, though. Um, that's not that as is good. for me. No, it isn't. Because then we had to think about, like, finding jobs. Yeah, but now and, it's like, good for me. Now it's good for you. But yeah. when you graduated, like, undergrad, that wasn't great. Yeah. All right, this question's for you. What? What was AJ's journey to becoming an atheist and as a black person in america did you ever deal with feeling isolated as a majority of black people believe in god um (laughs) honestly oh damn that's a good question i'm gonna say i started having questions around like the age of seven to be completely honest with you and it was like I went to one of those West Indian churches, those like four hour Sunday churches, and I had real questions about the Bible. Like, I thought it was interesting when I read it, but I had questions about Jonas and the whale and how can somebody live in a whale for like 30 days or however the fucking story went. Mm -hmm. And they were like, stop asking questions, just believe. And in that moment, I was just like, no. Like, this ain't right. This don't make no sense. I genuinely have, like, I'm curious. I want you to actually sit down and explain this story to me. And just to have somebody tell you to ignore your curiosity, I didn't like that. And I knew something was wrong with it from that point on. And then it just became a lot. And then on top of it, I didn't care for the people in church because I tend to find a lot of church people live in hypocrisy. I'm totally fine with you living in your filth or whatever and doing what you feel like you need to do and being honest with yourself. But there's something about church people who talk about, like, the goodness and, like, the love of God and all this stuff. And all they do is sit and judge other people. That also just doesn't seem right. I judge people. I'm also a motherfucking atheist. What you going to tell me? Do you think you're agnostic or do you think you're atheist? I really don't know. I really, I genuinely don't. Know where I fall on the spectrum just yet, and I'm really not that interested in finding out at this point. Like, it's fine, but okay, there's moments where I'm like, nah, I really don't believe that there's anything after this. I mean, it would be cool, like, if I had it, w- would it be nice to think that oh, when you die, you're reunited with all these people that you ever loved and people that you never knew but you still loved, and all this stuff? Yeah, sure, but like, let this life wasn't that easy. Why would the next one be that easy? Mm-hmm. So Um, In terms of feeling isolated, yeah, definitely. But I also don't share my feelings about it. Like, when I go to family functions and I got to hold hands and, like, pray with people, I just stand there and think about what the fuck else I'm, like, about to eat before I'm not thinking about God or whatever. I don't talk about it with my family and I don't talk about it with my mother because I already know, like, what that energy level is going to be. So, did your mother know that you don't believe or, like... I've said it before, I don't know if she takes me serious. You know what it is. She, I don't. I stop saying it to her because she thinks it's a reflection of her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She thinks that she was a bad parent. Okay. Um, because of it, and then other times she calls me a heathen. Like it's like wherever she's feeling in the current moment. Okay. But um, yeah. I I don't. I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't believe in it, but you know, everybody's free to do whatever they want to do. And I think I'm still working on it because like when you're born with something and it's like kind of like ingrained in you, like I still have the fear of like some religious things like the idea of dying and like going to hell. That shit scares the fuck out of me. But I'm also just like, you really don't believe it. Like you really have to work on getting out of that mindset. So um, in terms of feeling isolated, that's definitely a real thing. But the number of black atheists is growing if that makes you feel any better. And kind of just like live in your own truth. It doesn't, in terms of religion, I don't want to talk about Christianity with people and I do not want to talk about my atheism with people or if I'm agnostic, whatever it is, just don't. Yeah, I feel like we, we don't discuss it. We don't discuss it and it doesn't, I don't feel like it needs to be something that's discussed. It's yeah. so weird to me because like I know people's religious beliefs are such a large part of who they are, but I think like atheism is just, the idea that it's not real so how can it be a big part of who i am right it's just like the absence of religion so it's fine but um you know okay if you're working on it like you know live in your truth whatever that may be okay um this is a follow-up to that uh overbearing parent question we got last week um so it says thanks for answers uh for more clarity my best friend's parents are moving out of their old house which they gave to their oldest son he is married and they have four kids and pregnant with their fifth on top of that her two other brothers live there as well they bought a new house building it from scratch but still working out contracting stuff meaning they're moving in later than expected so they are technically homeless okay so that's why they're moving in got it Part two. I'm currently saving money for grad school and getting a new laptop or car. I'm 22 and always asked, and I'm always asked, where am I going or who am I hanging out with? And it's a struggle going out at night. This is mainly because I live in a black Christian household, and personally, mm-hmm. I believe it's because I'm a woman and the only child. I can never get the point across that sometimes I don't have to, I don't have the mental or emotional energy to deal with people when they come over. I have to force myself to be interactive. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, thank you for following up, but, yeah. Listen, you're living in a situation. I mean, so why do you have to force yourself to be interactive? I feel like you could easily just That's not how that yourself. works. That's not how that works. I know exactly what she's talking about, and that's not how that works. Like, the expectation is that you will be around these people, or you Oh, come like when off. people come over your yes, house. Right. Yeah. Like I've done that. I was like, you are not gonna come out and say hi to nobody. No, because I don't motherfucking want to see them. They call nobody and say they was coming motherfucking over. It's Sunday at six o'clock. Why do you th- Why are they in our house? Okay. I'm trying do to. Do you rest. go out and interact? No, do I don't because I don't want to. And so she'll be like, I'm just telling you, sick. I was like, I hope God, you know, loves that because I don't feel, I don't think there's a problem with somebody saying, Alexa just don't want to come out right now. I don't want to see you. That's fair. That don't mean I don't love you. I don't mean I don't care about you. It means in this moment, I don't have the energy to see you. But I understand what you're saying and look, you're living in a situation of necessity. That's the unfortunate truth. I wish there was some magical scenario where you end up happy and within your price range and budget. But you're smart at you're twenty two and you're trying to save for grad school, you already would have figured it out. You are living in a situation of necessity and you have to thug it out until you can make it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just make it work. Just, you, you just have to make it work. Like I said, steal those moments of freedom. Shit, when you get your car, just strap around and hang out. Ah, and, yeah. I don't know. See if your friends got, like, a couch you could chill on, and mm-hmm. they just want to stay in their bedroom, and you could lay on their couch, and whatever. Yeah. You have to make it work that way. Start dating niggas, or, or bitches, if you into that. You know, stay no, right don't. Out. Just add another layer of stress to your life. Don't uh, do that. Well, get your fuck going. Yeah. That's it. Um... Next question. Would y'all go to a HBCU if y'all had the chance? What are the pros and the cons? Um, price is definitely a con. Honestly, it, um, I kind of, not that I wish that I had, but I think that would have been like a, a nice time. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I would not have enjoyed it. <laughs> you said that three times. I really had like to, You're not providing any explanation. Sometimes I'd be thinking I'm a different bitch. Because uh-huh. I toured HBCUs before. Uh-huh. And before I, I we ended up at Stony Brook, and I looked around and I was just like, "Nope. Mm, this isn't it." What do you mean? It was like it was like blackety black. <laughs> or like what's the problem? It was blackety black, but it also it wasn't Hillman black. It wasn't oh, like Oh, it wasn't cultured black. It wasn't cultured black. It was like historical black. <laughs> yeah, it was like, "Oh, so y'all just black, huh?" Like bitches was walking around in heels and like miniskirts and shit to class, like it was too much. Mm-hmm. It was like... So it wasn't like the black experience you thought you were going to have. No. Had it been like a Hillman or something where yeah. it's all these like educated black people in a room and you're meeting like the future Barack Obama and all this like wow shit. Of course. I would have taken out some loans and made it happen. That's not what I got when I visited Hampton or Spelman or any of them. I think... Um, not saying that that's not what happens before people start attacking. I think it's definitely like an experience I wish I had because I yeah. feel like people who come out of it seem like they had such an enriching experience just being around all like being around nothing but black people and being educated. Yeah, Like I understand what you're saying, but I feel like that's like one portion of that experience. And while I that maybe ha- that may have been the portion that stuck out to you the most and like deterred you from applying. I just feel like it might have been like an experience. Like when people talk about like going to Spelman, I'm like, Oh, that sounds like, Cool. Like I get why you wear. I applied. I applied. (laughs) I got in, and then I saw what they was asking for tuition. I said, "Well, hold that right there." Yeah. It was like forty-five thousand a year, and they had like twelve majors, and one of them was dance. Somebody I know was was a dance major at Spelman. Of course they were, and somebody I knew was a dance major at Spelman too. Um. No, I couldn't. I, I did the cost benefit analysis, and I was like, I would love to be around a lot of dope black people. I also don't want to be in debt to the cost of a house. Okay. And the thing is that I knew, a, like, a, I knew a few people who went to Spelman, and a lot of them had to end up transferring after like the second year or the third year. Why? They couldn't afford it. So you went to an HBCU, but you couldn't even finish because they couldn't afford. Forty five thousand a year. See you. Right. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> Later. Like it's it's expensive. It's very very expensive. Okay. So and then it was just like it. I'm not trying to say like the specialness, but like the tokenness of being black was kind of lost. Mm. So it was like I knew people were like, oh, I try to become like in a sorority, but the, like the line for AKAs was like three hundred people that year. Is there, like, a sisterhood and a specialness that you feel being around 300 people? Because it's not like going to, like, you mm-hmm. know, a PWI where it's, like, 10 or 15 of you in this group yeah. who are building a sisterhood, a relationship. Y'all, that's, that's who right. y'all have. you you tied together by tightness and closeness by being othered. Right. But. Yeah, you're looking for, like, double the experience at that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that. Um, all right. I figured out the answer to my train thing. Oh, what was it? I hate when, like, a train pulls up and it's already crowded. And you know how, like, you try to pack into the train Mm -hmm. and, like, the person in front of you is acting like they can't pack in? I I I fucking hate that. hate that shit. I hate that shit. Because it's like, and I've said this before, like, I'm the person that's like, go ahead. Like, I'll let you ahead of me. But, like, once I let you ahead of me, you start acting like you don't know if you really want to get on. Move the fuck out the way now. Because I'm going to get on this train. Like, every morning lately when I get on the train, like it pulls up and it's like packed and I get it like it's yeah. that time yeah, but the person in front of me like will be so fucking timid and like not know if they want to get on. What's good or with not. them? Actually, move, that just shit. move. If you don't know if just you want to get on, just in move. My there nigga, are people like, behind who me wanna who want to get, ready who want to get, and who know how to move. Right, right. I agree with you. The- I hate that shit so much because then I look crazy because I'm behind you making fucking big eyes at you like, bitch, move the fuck out the way. Like, are you gonna get on or not? And if you're going to get on, move. Yep. I have bags with me too. I have to push this shit in. Like, you're. They're absolute. That the worst. shit irks. Because you don't have to do that. You do not have to act like that. You already know what the fuck it is. It's the MTA. You ride the train every fucking morning. And they they looking left and right every fucking morning. Uh, uh, Bitch, move, my nigga. Like, get off. They do that. Like, my train is empty in the first two carts in the morning. Not empty, but like be like six or seven seats. So mm-hmm. I wait for the first two cards. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing worse than a nigga who gets on in front of you looking left and motherfucking right. Niggas is darting for seats. Yeah. And you blocking my whole motherfucking walkway to a seat. I want to fight you now. Cause now I got to wait mad long to get a seat. It's just annoying, and it's mad like necessary, annoying. Cause you know what the fuck it is. Ain't none of y'all new. Let me tell you something. There ain't no hotels at Gun Hill Road. This is not one of them Airbnb motherfucking stops. Bitch get on walk with a purpose i'm saying like don't stand in the doorway that's the worst thing you could do for me do not stand Yo. in the doorway trying to decide like if you think you could fit bitch this new york you gonna fit it's like squeeze in and i be out here like oh so y'all not gonna move huh and i push it's, my whole butt then they look at me i'm like yes that's what i did because you I'm ain't fuck. get it's the fuck annoying. off and it's wait for the annoying. next I'd just be annoyed by it. So, yeah, that's my, that was my thing. So, did you wish you went to an HBCU? Oh, yes, I said I did.
1: Like I said, you say like, when did. I
0: hear people talk about, like, wanting yeah. to spell and shit, like, that sounds like an experience I wish I could have had, like, just to be, like... Because I don't know what that is, to, like, be surrounded by black people and just be, like, we all black, we all educated, we all out here pursuing shit. That's what you shit. work at right now. Yeah, I work in a place like that. But I'm saying, having gone to school in a place like that would have been cool, too. Like, yeah. having, like... 'Cause I feel like a lot of people who went to like HBCUs, like the friends they were friends with are then are friends that they're friends with now. That's probably not because that we're so stuck in motherfucking like, Atlanta. Well, I mean, that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is it sounds like an experience that I wouldn't not have minded. Yeah. I will say when Tana Hissy Coast wrote about it, I was just like, damn right like that's what i'm saying when you hear people speak about it it's different from like maybe like maybe what you went there and saw wasn't like the full picture it's just what you saw that day it's definitely it definitely is part of what that is i mean like my friends experiences were mixed i will say like they hated some of the bitches they were in class with or Mm -hmm. like some of these people black motherfucking annoying i was like that's the black community in general that's exactly Mm -hmm. exactly but they also had enjoyable experiences But to be fair, college, I was out here like, yo, give me the cheapest shit so I could get on and move on with life. Mm -hmm. And then you get to life and you're like, oh, so this is what I was trying to move on to, huh? Mm -hmm. And it's trash. Yeah. You wish you could move on from life. Right? But that's death. It is. And then for me, there's nothing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're going to move into topics. Do I have that topic? Hmm. Do you have a topic? Yeah, two. Okay. We'll do yours because I'm not really crazy about mine. Okay. So the first one I have is like a really brief thing I want to talk about just because it like really annoys me lately and I feel like it's come to a head in my life and I need to stop. But it's not going to stop because that's nothing to do with me. So there's this thing where like, If a bitch got a fat ass and, like, no waist and, like, she got a... Okay, basically, like, if a bitch got a really nice body Mm -hmm. and she is recently single, they're like, the nigga who left you dumb as shit. The nigga who cheated on you dumb as shit. And it's just like, okay, let's just stop um, relying on or, like, using a woman's body as the reason why a nigga who did anything to her is stupid. Like there are a lot of other factors. Yeah, Yeah, like I hate that whole like I don't know, like Niggas did that to Kimbella when she when when they remember I told you that dude commented like, Oh, Joel's stupid as shit for leaving you. or or Joel's some a lucky man and she was like actually he's not anymore or whatever the case may be. So it just doesn't like for me personally sounds stupid because you're like you literally think that like number one a body is is, is enough to keep a nigga because when has that ever been the case right. when has that ever been the fucking case when has you having a nice body been enough for a nigga to be like well i'm done with the game wrap this shit up yeah i don't need another bitch i don't need to cheat nothing you and me and your body we got it no get the right. fuck out of here like there are other factors i'm not saying like that bitch crazy and that nigga cheated and you know you know he did it for a reason i'm just saying like Let's stop doing this thing where, like, you comment on a picture and you like, damn, that nigga dumb as fuck for leaving you. It's just annoying to me, and I just feel like it's it's very dismissive and disrespectful and unnecessary because, like, when has a body ever kept a nigga? That's all I'm asking. Like, when has a slim waist and a fat ass kept a nigga from running around cheating on you with a bitch who looks absolutely nothing like you? who looks Who looks absolutely nothing like you who has neither your ass nor your waist yet he's still cheating um yeah okay your cooking ability is not gonna keep him either your pretty face is not gonna keep him either all of these things are great things to have they're not great things that make a man stay loyal and stay with you If Beyonce can get cheated on, we all can be cheated on. Good God. I'm just gonna say that honestly, okay? Because you literally can't be more beautiful, more independent, more wealthy, more driven, more ambitious, more anything than she is. She's she's, and she still was cheated on. Not when she was 17. Not when she was 21. When she was grown. And had a baby and was the number one star in the motherfucking world and they need a nigga be any nothing. richer and then need a nigga for nothing and she still got motherfucking cheated on there's literally nothing that can keep a man a nigga from actions, nigger, it will, nothing will keep a nigga from me right cheating is is only the like only the person who cheats is at fault for cheating I don't think that's a healthy response to anything. I think if you are unhappy, you just walk away. Some of these niggas are not unhappy. Or you they open your fucking mouth and you say, I'm unhappy for these reasons. That's Can we t- work on this? There's a lot of other ways to deal with it. If they they cheated because they wanted to motherfucking cheat, that is it. Cheating that is for niggas is the, the coping real. mechanism. The idea that your looks or something will prevent you from being cheated on, nigga, just go down the roster. Like... They, you all, everybody can be cheated. Everybody can be cheated on. You saw who Arnold Schwarzenegger cheated on his wife with? A motherfucking Kennedy with? Like, who? Nobody. made Cheated on her with the maid. Who looked like Tabitha from Passions. Who looked like his sister. I'm te- looked like his mother. The reality of the situation is that people cheat because they want to cheat. That is it. And also, The idea easy. that like a, a nigga's, a bitch's body or a bitch's looks will keep somebody is actually just ridiculous. It's not a thing. And or that real. he lost out on a good thing because of, uh, because of her body. Let's just stop diminishing people down to their physical appearance and thinking that if anybody's not with them, they're missing out on something great. They're just missing out on looking at that same body every day. Right. And that's it. Right. Second thing I want to talk about is Gina Rodriguez. I've been wanting to talk about Gina Rodriguez for the last two episodes, and I keep forgetting, but today I wrote it down in my notes. Oh, God. So, recently, um, Zilla, blog Zilla, Zilla, that guy who does oh, all the yeah. movie screenings, mm-hmm. he um, interviewed uh, Yara Shahidi and Gina Rodriguez for their um, roles in that animated movie. What movie With, is the, it? with the Yeti. Good feet, good, ha- good Oh, Oh, looks so it cute. Called? What is it called? Small foot, small foot, big foot, small foot. I think it's called small foot. It's so. It looks so cute. It does. It has so many people in it. Yeah. Um. He interviewed them about their about it, and he told Yara Shahidi that she's such an inspiration for Black girls. You're such a like an powerful inspiration for Black girls. Mm-hmm. And Gina Rodriguez said, "No, for all girls." I did see that. Um. And he was like, yes, all girls, but specifically black girls. And I mean that, whatever the case may be. Which, like, sparked this whole uh, thread on Twitter about how Gina Rodriguez is just so mad at black women for having success. Mm -hmm. And taking the shine away from Latino women. Um, So, like, this is something that I perhaps wasn't privy to. Because I don't really go around reading about Gina Rodriguez. Like, I think she's cool or whatever the case may be, she gives like a lot of her props to Rita Moreno, and I love Rita Moreno. Mm-hmm. So, for the most part, I didn't really have any problems with her, but then I saw an article about her complaining that black women get paid more than Latino women. Yep, I did see that. And I was just like, Ugh. why? Why? That's what I, that's what I like when so I read true. it. Why? <laughs> because it's just like, number one, like, you're like, you're lying. Yeah. Okay. Number two, like, why the fuck you mad? Like, I, for me personally, look, I understand like the, the plight of Latinos. Yeah. I feel like, you know, uh, they feel like they're not getting enough representation. Factual. Fair. I get it. There's a lot of Latinos out here to represent. And oftentimes they're just portrayed as like the cholo or the maid, you know, somebody who's, like, running up with his homes and yeah. whatever the case may be. And I get that, like... And I understand that there needs to be uh, more attempts made at representing what authentic Latino culture looks like. hmm Cool, fine, fantastic. I just feel like... You gotta pick your battles, if that makes sense. Like... I don't understand, like, why black people getting shine means that you're losing yours. Let's is be what quite I'm saying. clear: <laughs> the other marginalized groups, when they start trying to realize where they are in a place, try to look for a group who they think are beneath them, and when they decide that those people are making more than them or whatever situation they've concocted, that's how they try to phrase a statement mm-hmm. for like how awful it is do you know what i mean it's like when white women say "woman is a nigger of the world it's fascinating mm-hmm. it's so interesting because yeah. it's just like you're acknowledging the fact that we are literally shit absolute tr- absolutely treated, treated like, like, like garbage but, but you, you're using it to make your point to make your point because you feel like you're treated too closely to us uh-huh. do you know what i and mean that's a problem. and that's the same thing here latino women make less than black women What's your point? Because yeah. we all make less than white women. Yeah. You didn't say that Latino women make yeah. less than white women you yeah. could, who make the most out of all the female groups. You pinpointed black women who are still mm-hmm. not making what white women are making. Yeah, and it's, for me personally, it's just like, you're mad because, like, we're at a time where, like, when black women are actually getting, like, the things that they deserve. They're getting their things, Yeah, you're mad because, like, how come they can get their things when we can't get our things? Do you know how long it takes for the how long it took for them to and get their tell you things? Something. Like ain't And they these are not even the things that they deserve They're right. getting their things. And they ain't never been handed shit a day in their motherfucking life, but you want them to come out and fight for you and speak for you. And this is why I tell people all the time, I don't do inclusivity. When I say I am rooting for her and I'm rooting for that black girl, I am rooting for that black girl. I do not root for nobody else. I do not root for white women, Asian women. No, I don't care. You know why? Because you do not root for us. That is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't care if you make 30 cents on our dollar. It doesn't matter to me because you do not care what happens to us. I don't do this whole... We are one and black and Hispanic people are black people. No, because you don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I don't care what happens to anybody who is not a black woman. Black men, I'm also kind of looking at y'all like, "Mm, I got to assess you before I decide to support you. Mm -hmm. That is where I stand on this. She is just showing me why I feel the way that I do. And that's why I'm always concerned when I see black women talk about intersectionality and being feminist and being a like know your history don't know their history know your history know that you've always fought for these people to get more and to become be able to vote and all this shit and all this thing and they never helped you they never helped you and don't get fucking confused because hispanic women in this country are marginalized in their own motherfucking country you think that they reached out a hand to a dark skinned black woman or a fucking haitian woman You think when all them patients were killed in DR, Mm that Hispanic women were out there trying to hold their hands and Mm -hmm. drag them out from the motherfucking pit? Mm -hmm. No, yo history. Mm -hmm. Whenever when I heard her say that, I said, "Of course she did. (laughs) Why wouldn't she? I don't care about her." It's just like annoying to me because it's just like this is a situation where like you're doing the exact opposite of, like, what you need to be doing. Like, you worried about what other niggas are getting when you need to just be worrying about perfecting your craft and working towards whatever it is you need to do. Why the fuck are you looking at other niggas' pockets? And why are you taking a situation that could, like, could potentially benefit you in the long run? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you could be out here, like, supporting the black women that are getting their things because, inevitably, like, are we not all in this together? No, so we're you not. Say, That's so not. you real. say? That's what you say that's not where we are. That's not where we are. That's not where we are. And I want black women to see it. I mean, y'all slowly coming to the realization, but we got to look out for ourselves and our daughters and our own. That's it. That's where I stand on it because I'm not putting myself out for nan nigga. Black ones, white ones, nobody. Just black women. That's it. That's Fair it. Fair enough. And also, shout out to Ellen Pompeo who just like <laughs> spoke on a word. The fact. She said, I need to see more color. There's not enough color. I need to see more color. She spoke a word. She spoke a word. When has she not spoken a word? She's with the shits. Of course. My issue is, I'm all for people speaking on the issues of their group. My issue is when they try to compare it to black people's struggle mm-hmm. and as to how they know that they're marginalized is because they're being treated worse mm-hmm. than black people are treated mm-hmm. in their own country. Mm-hmm. Don't you motherfucking come here and try to tell black people <laughs> what the fuck they should have and deserve and what you deserve in comparison to them. They built this shit with their on their back and got nothing for it. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Who are you? Who Fair. is she? Fair. Like why Violet Davis gets a check and all of a sudden you want to start comparing your coins to hers? Mm-hmm. As hard Mm -hmm. as that bitch were, Mm -hmm. that eight minutes in doubt where she was better than fucking Meryl Streep, and even she said, "I'm never gonna make a Meryl Meryl Streep check." But I don't hear you quoting that shit. That's not she wiped on her nose off her nose and fences. You ain't nobody gonna tell me that Viola Davis is not equally as good as an actress as Meryl Streep is. Mm -hmm. She will never get paid what Meryl Streep gets paid. That's it. That was it. That's all I had to talk about this week. I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, what's yours? I don't know if I like, okay, can I just say this? Well, can I just say it's another section, bitch, but okay. Oh, that's <laughs> true. I'm just gonna say Taylor Bennett is bisexual. Ooh. Mm. Do you know how I know I'm making progress as a person? When mm. I saw this Shade Room story, it took me five minutes of reading and scrolling up, like up and down, trying to read the blurb to understand what's the problem mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what are people mm-hmm, complaining about mm-hmm. i genuinely was so confused i was like am i slow you can't have pussy. that's like, what i was so confused yeah. i was so confused i was literally like okay people are upset are confused that he has a baby i'm like is it because they didn't know he was in a relationship then i was like "Same, oh, with oh, because line. he said he's bot. <laughs> by bi- means that you like both Mm. did we not figure that piece of it is that when kalani pulled up pregnant everybody was like but isn't she bi bi did she have a girlfriend a couple months ago yes she did it's not a road way to gay they like both that is how it works he likes pussy and he likes dick great he has more options available to him i'm sure we all wish that we did Mm. good on him it's not that confusing it is if you're ignorant and don't want to accept it. If you're it. fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I literally was just like, oh, is that what I meant? Okay, let me keep going. Because mm-hmm. this was a waste of my time reading yeah, this story. Yeah, I read it a couple of times and I was like scrolling through I was like, so confused, This Aaron. is so cute. They have a family. They have this is beautiful. This is lovely. People were like, wait, hold on. I'm like, y'all don't get what the fuck LGBTQ stands for at all, Ma- do you? I was confused. Mm-hmm. Is that all you had to talk That's about? That's it. That's it. It was just that small little tidbit. Okay. What is your can I just say? Um. What is my can I just say? I'm looking at the shade room to understand if there's anything of relevance that I find here. Do you want to do yours for um, Can I just say that I, okay, the older I get, the more I realize, like, how antisocial I am on social media. Mm. And um, it makes me really question, like, how successful I can be on social media because of how antisocial I am. Like, I scroll through a lot of um, posts, Like on the daily, Mm -hmm. and like mm, 50% of those posts, maybe more than 50, I'm like, nobody cares all the time. Like, I'm just like, why would you post this? Nobody gives a fuck about your life, right? And it's just like, it's my nature because, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, why are you posting? Like, you know what it is, just people get very personal with their posts, and I just feel like you need to save a piece of yourself for yourself. we we don't need to know everything that you do or everything that you've done or like if you're sad you're feeling sad or like you know you going through a lot right now i don't need to know that your mother's in the hospital i don't need to know that Mm. because what am i gonna what am i gonna do from here on this screen do you know what i'm saying i just feel like my my personal feelings about social media i think are like get in the way of my like my success uh, Yeah, my ability to be successful just because like I don't give enough of a fuck to let people in. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that's what what that's my can I just say? Um can I just say please don't try to use like bible quotes if you're just like a trash person. Wow, and to i'm gonna qu- take the one out of my um my bio now then thank you on instagram wow <laughs> i'm sorry i was reading 50 cents <laughs> baby mama's like bible quote verse and to be and quite against- frank six months ago you were on a five-year-old's page saying that his mother should have swallowed i just want to be like quite clear as to where i fall on the that. duality of a woman i'm i'm very it's very off-putting to me it is it's just like i i i get it you know i get that there's a message behind it and to be quite frank i think it's very poetic and lyrical a lot of the stuff that's in the bible even the stoning parts but i think that like don't do that because when you read this you know what i'm trying to say when last you actually picked up this good book and actually like committed yourself to understanding the stories that in it, i've done it once i'm just trying to understand where are you in this process because it's very uncomfortable like what com did you look at and see this Bible quote verse and you were like, oop, oop here, I'm going to use this one. Like, stop it. Somebody, one of their friends sent it to them in the group text and they were like, put this up, bitch. Don't try to use the Bible and God and all of that stuff to your benefit when you don't look to it. Like when you're doing your trash, that's all. That's all I'm going to say on that, because, you know, like or when you're said, doing well, too. Right. You know, because I'm not I don't live that lifestyle. <laughs> but the hypocrisy is not right. It must end. That's it. Okay. Well, follow us on all the social medias. Mm-hmm. Listen to us every week. Yeah. Um, that's it. And have a week.